Ah, welcome to Half Past Cha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Half Past Cha. We are your hosts. I'm Hallie. And I'm Sakaytu. And we're married. We like Cha. We started a podcast together, which initially was a form of marriage counseling for us, but turned into a lot more than that. In this podcast, we touch on topics such as marriage, relationships, and being an Indian-American interracial couple. We release new podcast episodes every Monday at 7 a.m., so if you're new here, please subscribe. Please. And turn on our post notifications because we don't want you to miss out on new videos from us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well for more short form, short form content. And please stick to the end of the video for questions of the week. Do it. Make sure Do you it. follow us on everything um, and you won't be disappointed. We post stuff literally all the time. All the time. Maybe if you're annoyed by us, like don't. But if you want to see our stuff, then do. Today's episode is going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of different topics. Hallie's going to go into that in a second. First, I want to give you an update. We are right now, currently, as we are recording this, at 995 subscribers on YouTube. We are five away. <laughs> five away from 1,000, and uh, this is a pretty big deal for us. We started this podcast at the beginning of this year, around January, February. So it took us a year, almost, to get nine months to this point, uh, which is... I, to me, this is amazing. We're on track. We want to make sure this keeps growing. And we want to thank you all for giving us this opportunity and watching and listening to us. Um, so just wanted to give a quick update. This is a big doings. And once we get to that thousand mark, we will then start to be able to take advantage of some of these uh some of the perks of, of having a thousand subscribers and, and take it to the next level. And take it to the next level. We wanna have we, we started with nothing. We really did. We added a light, so now we're lit up a little better. Yeah. We started with these DJI mics that are just, you know, regular little mics that aren't really podcast setup material, but we we want to get to a point where we have an actual podcast setup. So um, you subscribing is making us be able to do that. Yes. So thank you for sticking around. We really appreciate everybody that cares about our podcast, that listens to it, that, you know, takes notes and gives us things to talk about and all the stories and questions of the week and things that like all the participation from everybody is really amazing. And it encourages us to keep going because I think as many people know, as creators in whatever kind of content you're creating, it's very difficult and it can, it's proven to be very difficult and it's really hard for a lot of people it's yeah. very hard for us and so we just want to thank you for all the motivation to keep going because yeah. you guys like us so that's that's great it's amazing and make sure you go to www.halfpastchat.com for more yeah submit your stories on there yeah please do submit your stories on there we love reading all the responses we get so many good comments questions stories from everybody mm-hmm. that watches and we love making episodes off of those and addressing those in questions of the week at the end of the episode. It's really good. Um, I think it's good for us, you know, to see different people that go through other situations that we went through as well. And hopefully we can help others by, you know, talking about those things and normalizing them and knowing that you are not alone either. Exactly. In that note, we're going to be talking about what, Hallie, today? Today we're going to be talking about quite a few things. It's a little bit of a multi-topic mm-hmm. episode. Number one. Having opposite gender friends while you're in a relationship. Ooh. Number two, being friends with exes. Number three, we're going to talk about celebrity crushes. Ooh, that's a great one. I, I can't wait for the end, man. I cannot oh, wait for Oh, you can't? Yeah, we're going to have... just have like a, like a list of no! celebrities? There's specific ones. Mm. Anyways. Okay, okay. We're going to mm. first talk about opposite sex 
relationships within your own relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any girlfriends? I have so many girlfriends. Yep. Like, I can't even name how many girlfriends I have. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any boyfriends? I mean, okay, let's... Okay, I have guy friends. I have friends that are guys. Mm, that's what they all say. I do. Um, I'm trying to think right now. I, feel, I don't know. A lot of your guy friends are my friends. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whenever... I mean, you hang out with them individually, which is good. And then sometimes I also just tag along and I'm just there. But... But you, but do you ever hang out with them individually? I don't. I can't say that I do. Yeah. That's a difference. There is a difference. Do there. I hang out with your girlfriends individually? No. Would that make you uncomfortable? It wouldn't make me uncomfortable. You wouldn't care? I mean, they're, you know, if my I closest went, girlfriends. I guess, yeah, no, I, I get that. But, like, you're just not there. But you... Yeah, are, I mean, well, I guess there would be... Let's say you're, you're home alone... And I am out with your friends instead. Okay, yeah, that was what I was going to say. Unless there's like never going to be an instance where you're hanging out with my girlfriends without me. That would just be strange. That'd be very weird. Like if you texted one of my friends and was like, hey, girl, you want to go shopping? Like, that'd be weird. That would be very weird. I mean, I think this is a very common thing. Um, and some people are more open to the idea than others of just, but there are different situations of, like we just described of me having guy friends, but like you're there and yeah. I'm not just hanging out with them one-on-one. -on -one. I think that would be kind of strange. Cause mm -hmm. like, what do I, I mean, I don't like, I don't know. I love my guy friends, but I mostly initially know them from you. So it's like, it would just be so strange because we usually hang out just all together and there's so much more to talk about and do. And if you weren't there, it would just be kind of weird. But would you feel more comfortable with me hanging out with one of your friends that are that's a girl than me hanging out with a girl that you don't know. Well, why would you hang out with a girl that I don't know? That'd be so weird. That'd be huh? pretty sus. Yeah, well, but, that would be sus. See, then I would really question but, things. I would wonder what was going on. But technically, that's what having a friend that's opposite sex than you. I wonder what people will think about this. I, let us know. Um, do you think... Okay, just like the situations that we've described, if there's a stranger, a mm. guy that you don't know, and he asks me to go to dinner, that's a perfect example. It's what weird. do you think about that? Everyone, let us know. What do you think about that, Suke, too? I don't like that. You don't? No. Okay, tell that's me why. That's not okay. I just, you're, you're taken. So. But what if there's no bad intent behind it? That doesn't matter. I don't care. There's always an intent behind it. But, what, but I have no intent behind you it. You have like, no intent, no, listen, but the other person... I'm like, he's one of my co-workers. He's a really good friend. Like, but it's just you two? Cool. Yeah. No, that's not cool. But I I know that I'm married. Yes, what but... If, what if this guy... So let's, we could talk about the differences between if he's in a relationship or if he's single. Mm, still, either way, if he's in a relationship or single, it doesn't matter. Do I you just, think that men have different intentions? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm married, though. But a guy... Does not care. Do you well, care? some guys will care. I care. Okay, this is turning into something that I don't like this direction that we're going. No, okay, but, okay, so why do you care? Why do you think that that guy has poor intentions? Because I know guys. Okay, well, you got to elaborate a little uh, bit more. Um, I'm going to pull this out of you if it kills me. At the end of the day, 
when it comes to men and them wanting to hang out, let's say this guy's single, he 100% has at the back of his mind that this is a possibility for him to do something more. It just is. And if he's in a relationship, then it might be a little different, I guess. Uh, but then I'm like, okay, why can't we come with you guys? Why are you guys alone? Doesn't like as in sense. why can't the significant others yes. come? Yeah. And then that would be like a cute double date yeah. situation. Huh. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of iffy how that works. I, I don't want to go into detail on this specific one I'm about to mention, mm. but I once had a friend. A girl friend? That was a girl. And, um... Oh. <laughs> and, and I would, you know, say things just to understand women... In, in a way. No. Um, no, don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even. Man, no, no, I know what you're going to say, but don't say I it. I want people don't, to destroy no, you on this. No, this is something I did. I had a friend that was a girl. I would go to them to get advice on how to interact with you. So I'm doing it in a positive manner. Am I wrong? Can I describe the situation? No, 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 no. I want to describe it a little bit further because I think you're missing some key details. So this was somebody that you knew Mm -hmm. for how long before we started dating? A while. How long's a while? Like a few years. A few years. Mm -hmm. And were you besties? No. Did you ever like her? No. You didn't? No. Was there anything there? No. Did your friends ever try and set you up? No. No. Oh my god, I'm in an interrogation room. Sorry, it's just, it's like all these questions are popping in my head because I actually don't know. Okay. Um, okay, so you were, how, like, would you hang out? Like, set the scene. Sometimes. What would you do? do when homework. you were single, you would do homework together. Mm-hmm. Okay. You would study together and mm-hmm. you'd do some little homework together. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so there's the scene. It's set. So... You were friends with this person for a few years. It doesn't sound like you were super close if you just studied. It's not like you, you didn't ever go to this person's house or... Mm-mm, no, not really. Okay, so you weren't like that close, mm-hmm. really. Okay, let's make that really clear. Number one. Number two, we'd been dating, let's say two months. About two months. A month or two months, like around that time. I remember we started dating in October. I remember this becoming an issue in December-ish. Mm-hmm. And then continued um about a year later but that's another story so anyways you were talking to this person Mm -hmm. we didn't even have any issues in our relationship at this point because we were like fresh honeymoon stage yeah but you would talk to her about me yeah just like to get advice on how to do certain things like how how to best do certain things like like do what i don't know i can't give you an example i think you can i think you're just (laughs) lying you little faker I I think this is a prime example of how men and women can't just be friends, right? Well, okay, here's my issue. I will say that you would go to her if you had any concerns about me. Why would you not come to me, your girlfriend, mm-hmm. and talk with me about whatever issue is on the table? This might be more of an issue that I was immature at the time. Don't you think? I mean, yes, I would agree. Yeah. And and I, I was like, I just didn't know how to talk to you about every single thing. But then again, 
I should have just done it. But I was, I, I think, I think I was definitely afraid to say things like always, like I always like rather talk about it with someone and then go to the person and say it to, to feel like I had some like in, like I knew what was going to be said. Like I knew the situation before I said it. Does that make sense? So I, in my head, I thought I was doing the right thing, but in your, in your head, it's kind of like, okay, this doesn't make any sense because now our business is their business, right? Yes. And I'm a firm believer that in your relationship, you don't need to involve anybody else. Exactly. Our business is our business. We need to handle it in our relationship yeah, together. Nobody else, just the two of us. I agree. Because we're the only team to us that matters. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think this is one of those things where um, I think it's okay to have a friend that is your the opposite sex. Like if I had a friend that was a girl, but there was definitely, there, there's definitely boundaries to it, right? Like I would never just hang out with them alone. I would never just, it, it's different now, I feel like. Did you ever hang out with this person when we were dating? Uh, Yeah, I did. Not like alone, never like that. Was it just like in school or was it mm-hmm. outside of school? No, it was inside school. Why'd you look away? <laughs> this is terrible. Why'd you look away? I didn't Answer look the question. away. No, I didn't look away. Mm. Well, okay. So to me at the time, I, because, okay, here's the other mm. issue that I have with this situation. Yeah. Is this person said not nice things about me. Yeah. She didn't know me. Mm-hmm. She literally had talked to me one time. Yeah. Told you that I was a bitch. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And then you were like, yeah, gosh, like, I don't know what she's doing. Like, you didn't defend me either. And I'm like, well, when I found out about this, I was like, my boyfriend should be my defender. But I told you that. Like, I was very open to you about it. And I let you know what was happening. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. But my issue is that you continued to be good friends with her, even though she didn't like me. And you would seek advice from her. When she didn't like me. Well, that's a problem. That's a big problem. And it was not good for our relationship. No, that was one of, like, I don't know. It's so high school. It sounds so stupid when you say it out loud. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the first, like, dumb, you know, arguments that we had. I remember that really well. It was very stupid. And I was very immature. And I did not know what I was doing in the time. I mean... Yeah, I I think, I think that, it just comes with, you know, how our age and maturity that I, time. I think that overall, for what I was doing, I want to guarantee there was no ill intention on my side of things. Let's continue the story. Listen. A year later. Listen to hmm. me. Mm-hmm. When I say there was no ill intention, meaning that what I was doing was still wrong, but I... I had made this objective decision saying, oh, this is still going to be beneficial to my relationship because I get to talk to someone outside of it. Never, ever did it help, ever. So I should have known from the beginning that I should have stopped, but I didn't. And so after it all went down, we stopped this whole thing and it was all good. So, but like my thing is that you can't, you knew this person didn't like me. Mm-hmm. So trying to seek advice from her would just end poorly because she's not going to be like, you know, super supportive of the idea of me. I feel like 
this specific situation is the direction that it can go. If your significant other isn't comfortable with the other person, right? I think it would have been way different if it was one of your friends, right? Yeah, exactly. So, That's uh, okay. So let's talk about that. Like, if it's one of my best friends, yeah, and and I go to them to seek advice on how to best comfort you or do whatever I need to, right? They know you at the time. They would have known you more than I know. Like if you, it's a right? long term friend, exactly. Like if it's like one of my so, best girlfriends from childhood, then so I can see that. That to me is definitely okay. I think what I was doing was very wrong. Very toxic. Because I... Crazy man. Yeah, I was very... It was toxic. And and so it wasn't the um, it wasn't the best thing to do. So... But I think it's a completely learn, different story if you flip it the other way. Learn from my mistakes is what I'm trying to say. Don't do that. Learn from his mistakes. It's different if you have, like, if I'm consulting one of your best guy friends about, like, you know, if, you've, if he's known you longer than me, whatever, something like a gift for Christmas, even though I know you so well, but maybe, you know friends uh, like a guy friend of yours who's like same sex as you like he knows maybe more guy things that you would like that i don't you know what i mean i think there's a difference between having a friend that is the opposite sex than you hanging out with the opposite opposite sex often Mm -hmm. so like you going to them for advice and stuff i don't think that's a big deal you hanging out with them constantly more than your significant other that's a problem if i'm like hey Nathaniel's here to pick me up. <laughs> That's weird. We're going bowling. Do you think we could ever be in an open relationship? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even want to entertain the concept because that's not something I would ever be into. That's something that a lot of people... I feel like it's not a lot of people, but... I don't know. It's becoming more common nowadays. You see it online so often and I'm just like, there's no way this is this is real. Because it's just like... Is that for, is that actually for real, or is this just like to get views? Is that when you turn the pineapple upside down mm-hmm. and you like, or that's like sw- being a swinger? That's swingers, yeah. Okay. I just think being in an open relationship. I don't know how to explain it, but having like opposite gender sex friends, you can it can end bad. Like as long as long as the if uh, the other if your significant other doesn't know about it or yeah. doesn't know that person well, it can end bad. Yeah, I agree. As long as they know who they are, as long as they're comfortable with it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. At all. And I think a lot of people have different opinions on this, and that's fine. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm. it depends, honestly, on the situation, how I feel. You got to have to, you have to have proper communication in these instances, especially with your significant other. If they're not okay with it, then maybe it's time to give up that little bit of... Let me ask you that then. Okay, so if your significant other is not okay with you having a friend of the opposite sex, are you going to kick him out? You see, that's that's tough, right? Because yeah. what if they they've been your friend for ten years? But what if they just start to come between your relationship? See, it's then then it's like a choice, right? It's like you got to pick between your significant other or this friend. Do you think it needs to be a choice, or do you think? It doesn't need to be. I think if it starts to negatively affect your relationship because the other person's not okay with it, then you need to assess your relationship where you are with this person. And if you're wanting to get, you know, if you guys are wanting to get married or you have really long goal, long-term goals with each other, then I think you need to really figure out if they're benefiting your life or if they're negatively impacting it. There's definitely ways to work around it, but I do think that this is a very hot take, but like, you know, marriage, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. 
same as like normal relationships. You have to make some sacrifices to make it work. If you want to make it work, you're going to make it work and you will do anything to make it work and you will take the proper sacrifices to make it work. And one of those might be that you don't have friends from the opposite sex. Wow. That was, you know, that was great. I like how you tied that in with marriage. I mean, you really do have to make sacrifices and, you know, I think... It's different if it's like a friend you've grown up with versus like one of your coworkers that instantly becomes one of your best friends. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's one of those things where if you have a friend that's ten years into it, like you are ten year friends you with them for ten together. years, and you grew up together, and then your significant other, you just met them, they're six months in, and now they're telling you to not be friends with them anymore. That's Maybe it's time to get rid of that significant other. You know, well, like really question why, why, why do they feel this way? Do they not get along? They just don't yeah. like each other. Like they don't have anything in common just try and get a feel for what their kind of relationship is and at the time when we were in this situation with this my my friend uh, i assumed that you were jealous but at the end of the day you were not jealous you were just no i'm trying to explain to everybody that sometimes you're significant uh, (laughs) sometimes your significant other might just be jealous and you might need to be able to not convince but like to assure them them that there's no need to be jealous there's no need for jealousy and, and and um it can be tough but there are ways to go about it in a more civilized way yeah yeah i think i mean it could be seen as quite a few different things like for example, if I had a guy friend and, like, we hung out or whatever and, like, he's relatively new and we were dating, mm-hmm. like, we're not married or something and, you know, you're like, oh, I don't I don't like him. I don't like you spending time with him. Then I, my first response would be, okay, he's jealous. But then I think overall, if this is a situation that you're going through, you need to have that conversation with your significant other and you can really get to the bottom bottom line why why don't you like them yeah or you know is this making you uncomfortable can we what can we do to fix it or should you guys spend time together and maybe you know you guys hang out see if you like each other well was i ever jealous in our relationship yes (laughs) many 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 times i definitely had a jealousy problem absolutely i would say you still do i i uh is it is this like an all guy thing I think it's just, just like just you. I think it might just be me. I don't know. I've seen a lot of guys be jealous in a way, but I think it it's definitely not the healthiest thing in the world. That was the that was the very first real argument that we had. Yeah, Hallie. A guy had, had put, his arm on me in a picture, arm around me in a picture, or on my shoulder. It was on my shoulder. Listen, and you I was were young. Upset with me. I was this is my first like real relationship, and I was like. Excuse me. I don't think anybody's going to be touching my woman. So, do you still feel that way today or like how has that changed over time? I don't think I care about that as much. Why? Because all my friends are your friends and all your friends are my friends. Yeah. And so like I don't care if like I don't mind as much, but if like a random guy comes up to you, then yeah, I would care a little bit. I'd be like what the what's happening here? You'd be mad? Not mad. But it'd be to I'd like, be like hug me or something, or like not hug. I don't care about that. But like, like a, like touching you more than they should be touching you, you know? Yeah. Like kept keeps taking pictures with you by like putting their hand around you, 
or like holding your waist in any way. Uh-uh, not going to happen. You wouldn't like that? Uh-uh, nope. That's a line I draw. That's a line you draw? Yep. Yeah, I think definitely you've changed a lot over time because you used to be... I don't want to say controlling, but... Like I would say I was kind of controlling just because, like, I was, like... I think I had been so new to this relationship that I I was like, wow. I don't want anything to happen at all to where I don't have control over the situation. Do you think that that has changed over time with your confidence levels in yourself? I was very insecure back then. 100%. And you think that was like the main reason why you would get jealous I if was, I talked or yes. know, took a picture with a guy? I think I'm, I just did, I was like, okay, if she's going to talk to another guy, she's going to like him more and leave me. Super insecure. That's such a sad thing to think. Yeah, I, I wasn't very confident in myself. Um, but y- after our breakup period, you really helped me gain my confidence back. How did I do that? You just, you, you kind of, you kind of told not only like through words but like through actions like you would you would always you would always put me first like in our relationship and that gave me the confidence like oh, she's putting me first i'm if she if if she loves me that much then i should be confident in myself to make sure that i can i can prove myself to her in a way but also i don't need to uh, be so insecure about every little situation that happens. Well, yeah, and I think, you know, our relationship has obviously developed and changed over yeah. time, but I've shown you, in my opinion, I've tried to show you that I love you mm-hmm. to the moon and back every single day. Yeah. And I always want to do that. Um, and I want to make you feel confident in yourself by hyping you up, mm-hmm. by doing things for you, you know, caring about you, doing whatever I can to make you feel secure as a man yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have that confidence or you're insecure, then that can be a real issue. And I think we face that in our relationship. It, I think after we broke up, I started gaining confidence because yeah. I realized that I deserved better we both deserved better Mm -hmm. better versions of each other and i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna settle for less i wanted more i wanted more out of you know my boyfriend my husband um then i think what we were kind of used to given the situation that we were in and i wanted it to be better for both of us and i think ever since then it changed a lot because you used to be really jealous and I think more so insecure when, like, our dating, dating round one. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think us being broken up, like, really opened my eyes a little bit. Like, oh, my gosh, me being jealous all the time, me being insecure all the time doesn't help our relationship whatsoever. How can I help? How can I fix that? So what did I do to fix that? I, first of all, had better communication. I talked to you. If something bothered me, rather than be getting mad at you, I talked to you about it. I um, started to just um, started to think before I talk so much. I talk a lot. And just like taking a second to think and and, and then say what I want to say. Um, or taking myself out of the situation and, and taking a second to myself, like just to just to collect myself, be like, is this really a big deal or is it not? Usually it was not a big deal. And so um, 
few different things. Like, what are some instances that you, or examples of things that you've been jealous over? Um, not much since, like, go, a long time go ago. a long time ago. It, just you, whenever the attention went away from me, like, you, like, when you're, like, chatting with me, you're talking to me, and then all of a sudden, attention off me onto another man. Oh, specifically, like, another guy? Yeah. Okay. And so, like, then I'm like, man, what is this? What is happening? And then my brain starts going, like, uh, what's, what's happening over here? I don't know what's happening. That's the same sense of, like, losing control in a way. And so, um... That's the kind of things that used to bother me. Not anymore, though. See, I've noticed a pattern. You hate not being in control of situations. Yeah. Would you say that's a little toxic? Of it's you? it's a it's a it's a Indian man characteristic. Why is that? I feel like a lot of Indian men have this a uh, this need to be in control all the time. I've you seen this from like just like just like when I've grown up. Like I've seen that not only in just I've just seen it in in men that are around me that's how i've always seen it like they are just very controlling in a way and so um that's just that's what i i saw and i thought that was normal but when i took a step back and um viewed it from a bigger angle i realized this is the people in those relationships of the man being super controlling uh, never goes well or one person is always unhappy. Yeah, they usually the relationship usually doesn't continue. Or if it does, it's really toxic. Yeah. So that so. was definitely something that changed. And I can say, I've it's it's the complete opposite situation for me because I remember we'd been dating for like two days. We were at um, a cross country meet together, and I I remembered this moment so clearly. Oh my I don't gosh. know why. We I think I was talking to one of our good friends and you were like right behind me or next to me and I said oh yeah I don't care if he talks to other girls or like looks at other girls or something and it was weird I I I think I used to be I mean I was very laid back then I think I've always been a really laid back and easygoing person but I wasn't ever jealous and then when I started get you know when we started getting further into our relationship and you started getting jealous i was like oh mate subconsciously oh maybe i should be jealous and that started to change for me and i only it wasn't for long though it was not for a long period of time but i remember being in that mindset and i hated it i'm like why do because I, I would be like oh he's talking to another girl he's giving another girl more attention than me which there were certain times that we would hang out with like people and i i did feel really ignored which um, was, that, that's a different story. But, like, there were times where I felt ignored, not heard, not seen, whatever. Yeah. And that hurt me. And so that would make me feel like, oh, well, he's just, you know, having fun talking to other girls. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to talk to me. He dates me, so he sees me and talks to me all the time. He wants to see what else is out there, whatever. But it definitely changed for me over time because I didn't used to care. Then I cared. And then I slowly started to not care anymore once my self-confidence started to go up. Yeah. So it really fluctuated for me. It's different, for sure. And um, I think I was a big influence on the negative part of things. Yes, because I that being in that mindset made me feel terrible. Yeah. I hated having. I hated thinking about that. I hated doing that at all because it just made me feel really awful about myself and about our relationship. And it's such a bad place to be in mentally. Overall, when it comes to having friends of the opposite gender, it can be difficult. 
But as long as you have an open conversation with your significant other, as long as they're okay with it, as long as they know who that other person is, I don't think it's a big deal, but I do think that it's a conversation piece that needs to be covered within a relationship before you just go about it saying, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, you're just being jealous. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You need to have that conversation first. Yeah, you need to have that conversation and try and put yourself in the other person's shoes and Mm -hmm. try and understand what they're seeing and how it looks from an outsider's perspective. Exactly. So my next question to you, how do you feel about being friends with exes? Friends with exes is a no-go. Listen. We were friends when we were exes. They're... Okay, blah, blah, blah. The thing with exes is if you're done with them, then you should be done with them, right? But listen. I think it depends on the situation, all right? I think that it's one of those things where you really do have to um, make sure you fully know that if this person is not a right fit for you, you need to cut them out of your life or they'll never leave your life. Like me. Hallie cut me out for a minute and I was like, I don't think so. No thing. Not going to let so, that happen. Uh, then you weaseled your way back yep, in. I weaseled my way back in. But that was my mindset. I was like, well, we're broken up. We're never having any contact ever again. Yeah. That was, I think that's, you know, if it it's impossible to be friends with your ex You've had so many, you know, special memories with that person. If you loved that person, you know, those feelings, if you ever want to move on, you've got to cut them off. Like it's heart heartbreak is the worst. It's awful. It's so hard to do and it's going to take a lot of time, but you honestly just have to do it because you need to heal yourself and take care of yourself first. That was not our situation. I tried to cut you off and you wouldn't let me. Yeah. I don't think I wanted to let you. Because I loved you, so that wasn't going to happen. But when you tell somebody that you don't love them anymore, you know, Listen, my, th- my thought is to cut them off. So our situation was different because was. I really did love you, but I was saying I didn't love you because I wanted to make it easy for you. But the second I said that, I was like, I don't, what am I saying? Why am I saying this? Because this is not true. And then it was too late by then. I wish you would have just said that to me. Just been like, wait, actually, I don't know why I'm saying any of this. Let's talk about this. Let's figure it out together. That would be the healthy way of approaching it. Whenever was I healthy? Never. I was toxic. Thank you for admitting that. Why were you even with me? Sometimes, you know, I ask myself that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Gosh. I ask myself that every day. That's crazy. I know. I mean, I think about that and it it hurt me so bad at the time, especially being so young and having to deal with those feelings. And if you haven't watched our breakup episode, you should. Uh, A few weeks ago, we did that one. That one was good. But um, our situation was definitely very different in the sense that neither one of us wanted to end the relationship. And so I was never expecting that we would be friends after, but I can only speak about that experience because that's the only experience I've ever had. Because the other few guys that I dated before you weren't anything and yeah. we never talked again. So overall, X is bad. If you don't want them in your life, you need to cut them out. You can't be friends with them. Even if you want to be friends with them. It's going to be impossible and it's going to make everything just awkward. It's I'm just here to tell you. Especially if you want to, if you want to be in a relationship with someone else and that someone else finds out you're friends with your ex, it's just not going to work out. There's Wait, actually, let me talk about this. There's a New Girl episode about being... Jess thinks that you can be friends with your ex. And she's like, oh my gosh, um, I'm friends 
I'm best friends yes. with my ex and like she shows the text they send each other and they say like not love you but they say like really cute stuff towards each other and like they send hearts and like xoxo and nick is like it's impossible to be friends with your ex like he wants more you just don't know it and then it turns out that like you know he comes over and he tells jess that he's still in love with her he has feelings for her and she's like what do you mean i thought we were just being friends and like it just is perceived differently on both ends yep it's always going to be difficult no matter what yeah and especially if you bring (laughs) if you're broken up and you're quote friends after you break up you bring that person around to like friend or family functions nope bad gonna be pretty bad stuff happens too many questions first of all and uh just never works out the way you think it's gonna work out it's just so uncomfortable because i remember the first time that some of my friends saw you after we broke up and they were like how are you guys doing and i was like oh you know like actually terrible we're broken up and they're it's just it's a mood killer awkward like i just want to avoid it if i can yeah, let's just, yeah, this is a sucky, sucky situation to be in. Unfortunately, I don't think you can really do it. Um, and maybe not, unfortunately. I don't know. I think if you know that you're done with that person, if you both know, cut them off, boom, move on. It's going to be the healthiest and easiest way. Not easy. It's not easy. It's hard. Nope. But it's the most efficient way. Let's say that. You want to talk about celebrity crushes? This is, my, this is what I've been waiting for this whole time. <laughs> What's your opinion on celebrity crushes? Do you think they are okay to have? Yeah. You think they're okay? Yeah. So let's say you got a chance to meet this celebrity crush. Okay. Does that give you a hall pass? No. Huh? No. Is that what that means? I don't want a hall pass. Huh? I don't want to bang my celebrity crush. But that's what the whole point is, a celebrity crush. Oh, can I not just like them from afar? Well, like I'm not going to go starting a fan page or anything yeah, for them. Like gotcha. I'm not, but th- I'm not like obsessed with anybody. I guess there's different levels of obsession. So, uh, not obsession, but celebrity crushes. You want to bang them, or you don't want to bang them. So there's really just two. Yeah, exactly. Like you can you like them from afar, but they're not any kind of hall pass situation. This should be a conversation you should have in your relationship. Like if you want a hall pass, watch the movie Hall Pass. Actually. Um, I don't think hall passes are okay. No, That's going to end so. real bad. Yes. I, uh, and if anyone says differently, if anyone says they're good, then that is not cool with me. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, celebrity crushes overall, they're just fun, funny. Because yeah. I think Hallie knows who my celebrity crush is. Let's talk about that. And uh, I know she doesn't like it, but it's just funny. Who I are your male funny. and female celebrity crushes? Do female um, first. Well, I'll do male first. And then you do your male because I know who they are. Anyways. Number one, Ryan Reynolds. He's uh he's pretty amazing. I'm obsessed with he's him. He's a gorgeous man. Excuse me. And Blake Lively, she's one of my girl crushes too. Oh, she's amazing. Okay. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Power couple. I uh big fan of him. I'm a big fan of um uh John Krasinski. Really? Big fan. That's not who I thought you would say. I know. But I just I really like John Krasinski. All right, next. And last one, uh Paul Rudd. Ooh, I agree with that one. Yeah. Excuse me. Why are you seeing it like that? <laughs> no, see, look, see, she's on the, there's the two levels. She's on the top level right now. And I don't like this. I have fan pages for all of them. No, I don't. Um, no. Uh, hmm. Okay. My guy, celebrity crushes, Ryan Reynolds, obvi, obvious reasons, Paul Rudd. I don't think about this as often as you think. The, the only reason that I say those two automatically is because you just said them. Yeah. 
I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah, I love Tom Holland. He's great. He's probably one of yours as well. Yeah. I think a, that's it. A lot of people say Tom Hiddleston. Do you think that's Ooh. One of them? I mean, I just I really like him as an actor. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I'm like no. obsessed with okay. him. Um, all right. Female, your turn. No, your turn. <laughs> Dang it. All right, this one's an easy one, everybody. Number one, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> my god <laughs> i mean come on why is that barbie is was such a good f- movie barbie yeah oh my god give give me a break okay wolf of wall street oh. was also a great movie ah, yeah it was great movie not like it's your go-to <laughs> anytime it's you want to watch such, it i just love finance and and that has finance in it finance and Margot Robbie and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Love that guy. Amazing. Yeah. It's a great movie. Who else is out. in that movie? Can you even name anyone else? Um, uh, the other guy from uh, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. What's his I'm name? not helping you. Uh, yeah, see, there, there you have it, everybody. <laughs> Pathetic. Anyways, that's number one. Number two. Is oh, I hmm. okay. what? Go Who? ahead. No, Who? go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. No, go no. Ahead. I'm not gonna say. It. I'm not gonna say. It. You gotta. Guess. I was gonna say. I swear, if you say Anna Kendrick, it's not Anna Kendrick. It used to be. Used to be a long time ago, but now. I'm sorry. I just don't understand that one. Uh, what's her Nothing name? Nothing against uh, her. It just number two she's is not my favorite. Alexandria. What's her name? Dada Rio. Yeah, that with one. the blue eyes. Yeah. From Percy Jackson. Well, Percy Jackson's the first time I, I yeah, saw it. Yeah, I know. Percy Jackson opened your eyes to. No, I'm just saying she's sexy brunettes. Oh my goodness. That's why I married a brunette. Okay. Her boobs are huge. I'm sorry that I don't measure okay, up Okay, listen. And I don't, I don't have the blue eyes that I don't she... look at that. Really? Yeah. What were you looking at on Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street? Not that. Come on. You're trying to get me in trouble here. Let's talk about number three. Okay. Number three is Blake Lively. Wow. Because um, she's just... Cool. She's cool? Mm-hmm. She's a good actor. What's your favorite movie she's been in? She's uh, the one movie with uh, her and... Um... Anna Kendrick? No. Wait, is that is that her? They were in A Simple Favor together. Oh, yeah, that's the one. There's no way. She's... What? The one that she's like a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That was a really good movie. Simple Favor. Okay. Your turn. Who are your top three? I love Margot Robbie. Okay. But not See? because I saw her naked in Wolf I, That's not why. Really? Why else? Because she's a good actor. Yeah. That's why they're celebrity crushes. Not because the way they look. That is such a lie. All right. Number two. I love Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was just telling you who my favorite actress was. And why am I spacing now that we're talking about this? I feel like you've been just copying me. No, I really haven't. Like, we just have great taste. Is it Scarlett Johansson? No. Is it... Overrated. um, Sorry. Is it... um, Not Megan Fox. Oh, you didn't say her. I'm shocked. I didn't say her because she's not really that relevant But when you were... How old were you when first Transformers came out? Like 2007. And she's bent over a car? No, dude. Megan Fox in Transformers was like... Top tier. That was amazing back yeah. then. But now she's not Did really. Did it get sure. you real excited? No, I'm just Okay. <laughs> Getting too crazy no, here. But, but you loved her. I did at the time. Not loved. I liked. You just said you loved no, her. No. I love you. you said- 
to you? Yes. Okay. Ah, mm, uh, somebody who's just a really good actress. Oh, I re- not a celebrity crush, but just somebody whose work I really admire. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Oh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. She's a great actress. She's good. She's really. I like good. her in Quiet Place. Quiet Place, and you know she's in she's Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and that too. She's just she's really great. She's great all around. Um, uh, what about what um, um the Olsen person? Oh, Eliz- okay. Elizabeth Olsen. I love Elizabeth Olsen. She looks do I look like, like her? Please say yes. <laughs> I do. I actually have heard that a lot. Yeah. Um, on like so many different kinds of videos that you've posted. Yeah. There is a scene actually in Doctor Strange 2 where we look quite similar. Yeah, I there's will say. a little bit there for yeah. sure. Um, but I, I love her. I think she's beautiful. She's a really talented actress. Yeah. I know I have more, so I'll have to think of them. If they come to me towards the end of the episode, okay. I will let you know. Well, I think it's time that we're done with celebrity crushes because I don't want you to kill me. We're going to move on to questions of the week. Questions of the week. Questions of the week, everybody. All right, number one. We're going to start nice and simple. Yep. How did you find your love for photography, and how do you manage this with your full-time jobs? I fell in love with photography in high school um, just because I took a photography class. But not only that, I, I, I just love technology. I love cameras. I've always loved cameras. Like I have a picture of myself. Uh, holding a video camera since I was little, like really small. I've just always been interested in the fact that you could record and capture something like that. So since then I've been interested, but um, the way that it's really hard to manage with a full-time job. Uh, But when I was in in college, um, because of all the free time we did have, like I wasn't like super big on studying that that hard. I studied a lot, but uh, in the free time I had, I would do photos and video, and that really helped me manage my time. And so when I switched over to full time, yeah, you're working nine to five, eight to five, or whatever it may be, but that extra time you have on the weekends and stuff is where I um, is where I kind of work on photo and video. It never feels like work though, and so. I don't mind doing it. It, it. it can be draining and it can be, it can be prone to burnout, but, um, overall I, I would do that over anything, any day. Same here. I absolutely would. I think we both just really enjoy it. And it came from a space of, we have the freedom to be as creative as we want and to do things our way where we don't have, you know, we obviously are each other's bosses right yeah. like we don't have anyone above us we do things the way we want to do them and it's our thing that we're essentially building from the ground up like you know having a photo vis- vi- photo video business i think the love just c- came from i mean you taught me a lot of my photography skills i took classes as well and then i started to advance from there by taking on gigs getting different experiences going out and doing photo walks whatever and it just started to build from there and it does not feel like work like I compare a lot of what I do now, it like it kind of feels like I'm in school doing homework or studying or whatever, but doing photo and video work and working with people, something that we're both really good at, that does not feel like work to me. It feels like such a great opportunity that we have to make other kind of money, another kind of money to get better at our craft and to have fun with each other. Yeah. And you know, we like he was saying we just ha- we just figure out a way to manage it. You know, we mainly do it on the weekends. There are some things that we do 
during, you know, like weeknights or whatever, but we mainly put the business on the weekend. And so we just have to figure out a way to balance that. Sometimes it can be really tricky. I'm not going to say it's easy because it is not. And it takes away a lot of time from other things that, you know, we could be doing, like relaxing or taking more time for ourselves. But I think we both enjoy being busy and enjoy the hustle and enjoy seeing good results, positive results from working hard, that it's just such a rewarding feeling. Um, And it makes it that much easier to put that effort more into our business and make it work and balance it out. Sylvie! And dang it, my water did fall out. Do- <laughs> my water did fall. My water fell out. Ah! Um, special guest appearance by Sylvie. But I think just overall to recap that, um, we just, you know, we love it. So we have to make it work. And I'm a firm yeah. believer that if you want to make something work, you will. You won't just forget about it or yeah. um, not make it work. Exactly. And so I think it's one of those things that, you know, we just got to, we gotta, we're going to keep working on it. No matter what. We're getting better, yep. I think, all the time. Next question. I'm proud of us. Yes, so next question. After 24 years of having no romantic experience, why do I start seeing results after I start playing toxic games? Makes me think girls only like toxic F-boys, which is making me emotional and more and more detached. As I used to believe being in love growing up, be- believe mm. in being in love growing up, and now reality is completely different. Interesting. So you're only seeing results when you are toxic. I was toxic, and I saw some results. Well, but you Am I right? first. So no, this goes kidding. back, I think this was our last episode of being a nice guy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is, man. Listen, it's one of those things where girls, sometimes, there are some girls out there who are interested in nice guys. Yeah. And um, you got to have to, you got you to, you kind of have to find them. They're hard to find, but. Well, the times are just different now. I think with. I don't know. A lot of people want different things and it's really, it's, it's hard to find somebody, you know, who probably has the same interests as you. Um, I think that it's just, it's difficult because everybody's, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's just different. And, um, you kind of have to, if it doesn't work out, it's going to take more time than normal, but it might, it might be because you have to wait later in life to find the right person. Um, I know like right now the average age people get married is like 28. It's yeah. And uh, I just have a feeling it's because people are, people don't mature until they get to that age. And there are a Um, lot of people that like the toxicity and don't want the niceness in a person and think that's boring and don't want to settle down with that person. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't think either. I think we are different because we got in our relationship so young. And so we got all that toxic stuff out of the way when we With were each young. other. Yeah. And it was interesting. <laughs> um, it was stupid and it's not worth it. Try and find somebody who can openly talk about that kind of stuff. I feel like then you can get that out of the way and uh, not have to deal with it because it is kind of frustrating in a way. Yeah. I think the main advice that I would have is just keep looking, be persistent, don't give up. The right one will come along. It just might be hard. It might take some time. But I, again, I'm a firm believer that there's somebody for everybody and you will find that person. Yeah, I agree. Next question. How do you guys feel about falling too fast when you start getting to know someone on the first few dates? Yikes. From Jay. Same. I just, I I think if you fall too fast and that other person's falling just as fast, it's okay. Um, try and take it as slow as you want or as fast as you want. But just remember... Um, that 
it is the beginning stages of the relationship mm-hmm. and it's not going to last forever. Um, although it is nice. It, it's hard to, to see it that way because you're so new to the relationship. So just remember that. Yeah. I think in the first few dates, because you really don't get to know somebody for a long time that you're only going to see the positives. Right. So I think it's important that you keep that in the back of your head that you really haven't seen all sides of that person yet. I mean, people are complex. There's a lot of depth to everybody. Um, There's things that you're not going to see initially. And I think, like I said, it's just important to keep that in the back of your mind. Um, I I don't know. A lot of people, you know, date to marry. A lot of people just date around or like, you know, see what they like in a person, whatever, trying things out. I think, I don't know, you felt really fast. So maybe you can speak a little bit more on that. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, I just knew. Like, sometimes you just know. You do. And that's okay. I think that's that's totally normal um, to feel that. And it, it's not something that you should suppress. It's if you feel like this is the one, then boom, take your chance. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And if the other person doesn't feel the same way, I said this earlier, but you will find that person. You'll find somebody that's going to reciprocate those feelings to you. And somebody that's going to feel the same way about you as you feel about them. Exactly. And if that person is not this person that you feel like you know, then that's okay. Yeah. Just move on. That's what that's what life and living is for. You're trying things out. You're figuring <laughs> out what works, what doesn't work. And just, you know, go with the flow and don't force anything. Like you and I both got into this current relationship, like our dating relationship, when we had both gotten out of something and weren't looking for anything. Yeah. You'll always find the best relationships when you're not looking for them. I feel like that's absolutely the case. Like, don't, you know, go out seeking something constantly because I feel like most of the time it's not going to work out as easily as you think it will. Yeah. Yeah. I agree on that. All right. Well, that was the last question. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Wow, everyone. We made it to the end. If you've made it this far, you need to make sure you comment. What are they commenting? They're going to be commenting. Comment what you want us to call you, but also comment your celebrity crush, please. Ooh, please comment your celebrity crush. Um, if you can comment your celebrity crush, that would be amazing. We want to know who your celebrity crush is, and uh, it'll be it'll be a fun fun little chat down below. Yeah, we can have a good little discussion. I love to get in, we both get in comments, and we're constantly you know commenting back and forth with people. So get in there. Yeah, get all up in there. We'll talk. Make sure you like and subscribe. Give us five stars on Spotify if that's what you're watching. And as always, we'll see you next time at Half Past Job. Woo.